At a time when property rights and standards of living are under attack due to environmental extremism, freedom lovers all around the world are pushing back. From farmers and truckers in Germany and the Netherlands to farmers here in the Midwest and Plain States, much concern is being raised about the United Nations Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. Last year, one state finally outlawed these nefarious and anti-American projects. The new law kicked in at the first of the year, offering a pathway forward for other states concerned about freedom. And that's our topic for today's Analysis Behind the News, where we offer perspective and solutions. If you're concerned about American independence and freedom, then please watch and take the recommended actions. Also, be sure to like, subscribe, and share so we can break through big tech censorship and reach many others. The New American reported last week that the great state of Tennessee has enacted legislation banning state and local involvement in globalist United Nations initiatives, including its Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and climate change schemes. According to the article, the bill declares, this state and its political subdivisions shall not adopt or implement policy recommendations that deliberately or inadvertently infringe or restrict private property rights without due process, as may be required by policy recommendations originating in or traceable to the United Nations or a subsidiary entity of the United Nations, including, but not limited to, one, Agenda 21, adopted by the United Nations in 1992 at its Conference on Environment and Development, two, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, introduced at a United Nations summit in 2015, three, the United Nations proposal to reach net zero emissions by 2050, or four, another international law or ancillary plan of action that contravenes the Constitution of the United States or the Constitution of this state. Since the United Nations has accredited and enlisted numerous non-governmental and intergovernmental organizations to assist in the implementation of its policies relative to Agenda 21, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, Net Zero Goals for 2050, and its related plans and initiatives, this state and its political subdivisions shall not enter into an agreement, expend any sum of money, or provide financial aid to those non-governmental and intergovernmental organizations as described in or promoted by such plans and initiatives. Well, refreshingly, this passed both houses and was signed into law last May, taking effect at the beginning of the new year. As we have mentioned in previous episodes, the United Nations tries to get its agenda items implemented at all legislating levels. For most other countries, it's easy to do since there is usually a central government that hands down the laws and dictates. In Europe, the European Union plays the part of the heavy and requires its members to implement the UN Sustainable Development Goals. This has directly led to the protests and conflicts seen in some of the EU member nations that has pitted farmers against government. In the U.S., the U.N. has used non-governmental organizations, or NGOs, to help persuade the public to adopt these initiatives through legislation at the local, state, and federal levels. The U.N. has also gone directly to large corporations, which have seen takeovers of boards by activists, convinced that we must decouple from fossil fuels and forcefully implement radical initiatives, eventually taking away the opportunity for consumers to choose. In turn, the Biden administration is trying to force Americans to abandon their higher standard of living by moving to ban gas stoves, imposing electric vehicles, and pushing the energy industry to add more solar and wind 
turbine options at the expense of such solid and plentiful resources as natural gas, coal, and nuclear. One of the NGOs working to implement these radical initiatives is known as ICLE, or Local Governments for Sustainability. Sustainability sounds like a great concept until you find out what it actually means and how it will affect you and your family. Agenda 21 was unveiled in 1992 at the first Rio Earth Summit hosted by the United Nations. At the conference, the Secretary General of the UN said, current lifestyles and consumption patterns of the affluent middle class involving high meat intake, use of fossil fuels, appliances, home and work air conditioning, and suburban housing are not sustainable. Well, think about what that means. Your lifestyle is under attack. You are targeted to do without. Key concepts of these radical initiatives have recently been seen in the news. The beef industry is slated to be replaced with protein from insects. Fossil fuels are beginning to be phased out, causing severe power shortages during times of peak need, as seen in Texas of all places. Appliances are under attack due to unrealistic performance expectations and switching away from fossil fuels. Without air conditioning, many places in this country will become nearly uninhabitable during certain periods of the year. And the last item on this list, suburban housing, represents a key step in achieving the American dream for many. The answer for this, by the sustainability cult, is to move most people into the cities which be reoriented to provide for a much smaller footprint for each person. Tiny apartments and large high-rise buildings are suggested and have been used in other parts of the world, as well as being tried in limited areas here in the U.S. Yet the U.N. calls its Agenda 21 and 2030 non-binding. But that hasn't stopped it from making plenty of progress. These initiatives become very binding when they show up in laws passed by legislators duped into supporting such schemes, many times in exchange for large federal grants or subsidies. Now that the ban in Tennessee is in force, Tennesseans will need to be vigilant. Ickley's map of members displays Knoxville and Nashville as being members. Specifically, the map denotes the Greater Nashville Regional Council and the municipality of Knoxville as Ickley members. To follow the newly enacted law, citizens of those areas will need to work on revoking their Ickley membership. When the John Birch Society battled Agenda 21 around 2011 and 2012, we made great progress in getting dozens of local communities to rescind their ICLEI membership all across the U.S. Our campaign to expose and stop Agenda 21 resulted in many states introducing legislation to ban it, including a ban that went through in Alabama, even though Florence and Birmingham are currently shown as ICLEI members. We exposed the link between the U.N. and ICLEI to such an extent that ICLEI included a section of frequently asked questions on its website to address conspiracy theories and misinformation. ICLEI also changed its website to make it harder to find out which cities were members. Another large and influential globalist organization leading the battle to change your lifestyle is meeting this week in Davos, Switzerland. The World Economic Forum is plotting and scheming ways to get you to buy into the globalist fantasy of battling climate change at the expense of your freedom. Unfortunately, more than 100 governments are in attendance. Just prior to the start of the meeting, the WEF published a survey from 1,500 so-called experts on the top 10 global risks 
for 2024 and beyond. And there are two lists, one short-term and the other long-term. These lists give us an idea of what attendees will be learning and expected to work on during the year. So what would top these lists for you? Unconstitutional government, tyranny, nuclear war, the buildup of world government? Well, topping the short-term list for these experts is misinformation and disinformation. Top long-term risk is extreme weather events. Now we could spend the next several hours discussing these two areas and how the actions taken to solve them will quickly deteriorate and take away your freedom. Rather, ask yourself what it would take to mitigate these risks. To get everyone working toward the same solutions would take power and control. And big enough to implement these is government. More specifically, world government. Only a central worldwide government would dictate such tyranny and have the means to see it through. Yet, we live in a country that is founded upon limited government under the Constitution. For globalists to implement their radical initiatives, they need to find enough accomplices in Congress to move ahead on the federal level. They could also do the same at the state and local levels. Either way, elected officials still answer to their constituents. Those that are elected are a direct reflection of voters. If the elected understand the threats to freedom, then they will act just as Alabama and Tennessee did. To inform them of these threats, use our Stop Agenda 21 and 2030 materials to quickly bring them up to speed. We'll include links in the video description or head over to shopjbs.org and look for Stop Agenda 21 2030 by hovering over the John Birch Society store. Also, check the ICLEI map to see if your town is a member. If so, educate those that have the power to do something about it, probably the city council or a related body of government. We'll include that link too. Following the principles of the Founding Fathers is what allowed this country to become great. It was not government. It was what government was prevented from doing. Join the John Burt Society to work with others in your community to inform the electorate as the founders suggested. We work according to their timeless principles and invite you to do the same. I'm Bill Hahn for the John Burt Society. Until next time, learn more and take action.